Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. Podcast. Strangle your demons and let's go. Y'all need Jesus! Welcome to the Comfortable in Chaos Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Helberg. We're coming to you live from the outdoors somewhere in the bustling metropolis of the great state of Texas. No pinpoint accuracy. And no pinpoint accuracy because we have many places to go and many things to discuss. So in lieu of the normal intros... Let's stick with that same thread of today, once again, a voice for the voiceless. And I mentioned being a robot when I talked about that old master sergeant and being on Prozac, all that crazy stuff, because crazy and that's how it goes yeah we're all going off the rails on a crazy train i give credit to ozzy osbourne that is an amazing song i just couldn't afford him for uh my intro and outro music or i'd put him on here so going back to that robot have you become robotic are you are you robotic simply task-oriented in your day-to-day life. Now, granted, there's a million things to do, especially dependent upon how involved you truly are. We've talked all about it, living for yourself, trying to be your best self, therefore, so you can look after your loved ones around you, all the people that you are involved with and or things you are affiliated with. Life's kind of like the Wizard of Oz in that respect. That was a great show. I loved it when I was a kid. It would allow you to kind of dream, feel creative. Who were the main characters? We had the Scarecrow. The Scarecrow didn't have any brains. Okay, no brains. So maybe he couldn't process and or think clearly. We had the Tin Man. The Tin Man had no heart. Oh my goodness. There was nothing he could feel. Nor maybe could he um, exhibit feelings and or emotions to others. We had the Cowardly Lion. Well-developed characters. A lion is symbolic of courage. Yet in this case, he had none. No courage. I think you become robotic and or you feel like you are going crazy when you no longer feel like your brain is truly working optimally. Heck, you're juggling so many things at one time, it's hard to have a coherent line of thought and it's very hard to know how to proceed. Heartless like the Tin Man, I've certainly been accused of uh, not having a heart from time to time. 
But I knew it was inside of me, and I knew it was beating. How do you open it up? How do you open up that heart and allow others to see it and feel it? Especially if it doesn't coincide with those messages in your head, that brain. Courage! Well, it takes courage if you're in that specific case whereby the heart is not opening to rewire that brain and to get these systems functioning functioning effectively. I mean, how many times have I demonstrated courage or people who know me or may have encountered me and thought, hmm, that's courageous in and of itself. But in actuality, there was no self-courage from within. How do we wrestle with all of these things? Aha! I knew I was missing someone. My mind had went blank, but it is back. I forgot about the omnipresent Oz. We'll leave Dorothy and Toto out of this. Very sweet characters. and uh, But that interplay was indispensable for the show. But I'm leaving those two out of this for the moment. The omnipresent Wizard of Oz. That authoritative voice spewing out commands and guidance for us. Who is it that we listen to and what is it? that we listen to makes a big difference in our lives in the case of the all-powerful Oz he was just another emperor without clothes strip back the curtain he's just another broken feeble man trying to show something different so who is it that you listen to and what is it that you listen to do you listen to a pastor well-coiffed, starched white shirt, collar so stiff he can't even turn his neck. As he dispenses the good book and typically a lack thereof to those in his flock. Or would you rather listen to a little bit more of a fiery man in a Hawaiian shirt? Maybe he's got a glass with a couple of ice cubes sitting right there on the pulpit. And if you went back for closer examination, lifted it up, man, there's water stains on that pulpit. At some point in time when he was preparing messages for his flock, he may have taken a nip of bourbon or two. Upon closer examination and you look closely at pastor's said hands or fingers, maybe they're nicotine tinged. Buddy, he may have lived some life, right? I think I heard, and I'm not astute enough to describe this to you, but that other than the Holy Spirit, that we all have somewhat of a measure of still in our bodies, no matter how fallen we may be. I mean, we're all redeemable. But I heard that right after the Holy Spirit, the power of our testimony has as much countenance in the heavenly realm as anything else. And that goes to, what have you overcome? What has the good Lord and His Son, Jesus Christ, allowed you to persevere through because you stopped relying on yourself, knew you were helpless, knew that He could pull you through, 
therefore, in coming out on the other side, he gets the glory. Not your well-honed flesh, no matter how successful you may have become. All right, all right. Let's kick this can a little bit further. You feel me? You've become robotic. You're on the crazy train. Well, dudes, let's jump the tracks. We're going old school in this train metaphor here. The conductor that has to be the good Lord above, the train engineer that's you, the tracks or your network that's your family and friends. But since we went old school, we're still on a steam engine here. I love the sound of them, man. Love the pictures of them. Someone's got to keep shoveling that coal. And now let's gently place the good book on the table beside me. And let's just talk fleshly men before you become enlightened. Shoveling the coal is very important. We're workers. We're designed to do. That's why we are here. We are designed to produce something. We cannot lose sight of those around us in the process, but that is what we are called to do, men. To shovel that shit, to shovel that coal into that furnace. It's hot. It's dirty. Maybe you get a little bit weary. And as a real man, who in the are you going to respect that has no flesh in the game? Who hasn't walked through whatever their battles are? And even if they're still in the midst of them, or better yet, they have overcome them. If they don't have some experience or some difficulty that they have encountered to demonstrate to you, why would you listen to that person? If there's a man out there who doesn't respect that type of man or tries to go around that man or not listen to him or wants to make it in today's world without any of the aforementioned trouble that's a devious man stay the hell away from him why would you want to be with him is it smart in today's economy the world's economy could be Do it all for yourself, right? I'm here to tell you it's wrong. Don't let anyone condemn you, put you down, worship, internalize it, and feel less than if you're actually working, earning, being, becoming, and or trying. And you know in your heart, going back to the Tin Man, that you are doing that. Maybe you don't quite understand it, but that's why we ask daily. Give us this day our daily bread. Go on one more day, man. I guarantee a hundred drops into Chinese water torture, and your forehead's going to feel like a monster. So if you're unsure, get someone you trust. Have them tell you what they like, respect, can see in you. Hold on to that. Disregard the other and get to work. I'm doing it right now.
and I want you to do it with me. I'm reticent to say peace out, but I'm going to send this message out with love. And we've got some new cool messages coming. Subscribe to the Comfort and Chaos podcast. And let's stay on track. Adios. Until next time, like and subscribe to the Comfortable in Chaos.